Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 216, Wish Upon a Star. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. And hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's good to be back with you. And I wonder if, like me, you'll be having a lot of dreams in your life, which are causing me to feel tired and keep waking to try and move from one dream and I fall back into a completely different dream. Very vivid, very emotional lady. It's interesting to look at our dreams. Some of you may do that more than others. And sometimes I write them down, but the dreams I'm having have not so much association with my day-to-day living now, but maybe some of the emotions that I carry with me, or maybe things that I want to complete from the past. And then at other times, it just seems to be that I'm an observer to someone else's story. Are you experiencing that? And what I know is that this is going to increase over the next few days while the sun is in Scorpio, which is about very much being an emotional uh, experience. And then we have Mars in Gemini squaring that Neptune in Pisces. So the Mars in Gemini information, Neptune in Pisces, dreams, delusions, illusions, mysticism. It feels like there's that intensity of, are opening into other worlds, which is what's happening at this time. It's as if we're getting a glimpse of the unlimited potential that awaits us all and is is here now if we wish it. And that's why I decided to call this Wish Upon a Star. I'm sure you have maybe several different card sets if you haven't. It's always fun to have maybe some medicine cards or some angel cards or some tarot cards. And one of the sets of cards I like are the children's myths. And I very much relate to those. And when I need to take a card, it would be one of those that I go to, to say, okay, give me a little bit more direction and intuitive insight. So I picked this card last week and it was called Wish Upon a Star. And it relates to the star card in tarot and the sign of Aquarius. And as I was reading it and it was saying, well, what do you wish for? You know, what are you looking out into the stars and saying, this is what I wish for? And I'm going to be honest, I couldn't think because I would say, oh, yes, I wish for so many things for other people in my life. I wish for so many other things for the world. And then I could say, well, I wish for something in my life, but it felt superficial. One of my mantras is, let me be all that I need to be or want to be in this life. What is my soul here for? Let me live my soul's incarnation. But even that felt, okay, that's true. But if I was given a wish, what do I want for me, for Christine? because I was so able to give what I wanted for everybody else. Of course, I could come up with health and wealth and (laughs) wisdom, but it was a sense of not so much what I wanted to send out into the world as a wish, 
how do I want to feel? If knowing that that was the magnet that I was going to draw towards myself, how do I want to feel in the in the now? Let's not even talk about the future. How do I wish to feel now that will be the magnet for my future creations? And instead of going into my emotional body in the solar plexus, I went into my heart. I dropped into my heart, out of my head. How do I want to feel in my heart? I want to feel peaceful. I feel I want to feel free. I want to feel connected. And I use that word in love. I want to feel connected. I want to resonate. I want to feel open. I don't want to feel that I have to hide anything or, or even feel that I need to be anything else but myself. Yes, I want to feel healthy, but that healthy is I want to feel that the body feels free to move, my mind feels free to move, my soul feels free to move. And although those feelings were instantaneous for me, they weren't something that I felt I needed to work at. They were now. I could feel them as soon as I said, I want to feel free. I felt the expansion of my aura, my chakra system. I want to feel healthy. It was, again, a, a sense of well-being, but mind-body-spirit well-being. I want to feel peaceful, which was my mind isn't racing. And I could feel that. It was just like, ah, that's it. And I want to feel connected. I want to feel the flow of love between myself and others within the world. But I want to feel loved and I want to feel that I'm in the flow. I am love. And I could feel that. And as I describe that to you, I wonder if you are thinking, what do I wish upon a star for? What do I want to feel? Knowing that in that feeling is the magnetic energy that brings it instantaneously. And that's what's going on in the stars at the moment. So despite this little challenge between Neptune and and Mars, which it is, we've also got Jupiter continuing to go backwards in Pisces. And it's going to turn, in other words, it will slow down, go stationary and turn direct on the 23rd of this month. And that's at the same time that we have a new moon in Sagittarius. So there's something exciting coming for that 23rd. Now, you may feel that, wow, I didn't feel all the excitement because Jupiter, when it slows down, when a big planet slows down, as Jupiter is, we often feel like, okay, nothing's happening as yet. But what I feel that Jupiter's been doing going back into Pisces and going towards Neptune in Pisces, what I get a sense of, it's going back and back and back and back into our memory banks, back and back into our wish list. It's almost like we're going back and saying, why did I come to Earth? What did I want from it? But more importantly, what is my soul wanting? Not as if it was some past, or, but what is it I forgot was mine? What is it I forgot was mine because I am unlimited? I am a divine being. And when Jupiter is going back into a sign, especially Pisces, it's not about limitation. It's not like, 
oh, I just want this. It's saying you have the world. You can have the universe. What is it you want to feel? And that's what I think is happening. So between now and the 23rd, be so aware of not only your dreams, but also going deep within your heart, going deep within your soul and saying, knowing I am unlimited, what do I want to take forward with me? Because after the 23rd and Jupiter starts moving forward again towards Aries, Aries is about action. It's like it's gone back, picked up all those dreams that you may have discarded and said, oh, it's not possible, and said, yes, it is. And so you're, you're going back, looking back, and you're saying, what did I bury? What did I forget that is possible? And picking it up and driving forward again as Jupiter moves into Aries and say, I will make this happen. Sort of Aries energy. This is possible. This will happen. And that's what I mean by wishing upon a star. Seeing nothing as impossible. Now, you may say, well, there's lots of things I don't think are possible. If you can imagine them, they're possible. I always have to just put in that proviso. If you can't imagine it, it's not possible because it's not in your imagination. Remembering that the word imago is a seed. So the word imagination comes from a collection of seeds, a potential that's waiting for us. So what seeds are we remembering that we for, you know, forgot? Maybe we buried them and then we, for, we forgot to nurture them. What seeds are waiting for us? Now, as we go backwards and as this is happening over this week, I want us all just to remember that as Jupiter is going backwards and, and we've got Neptune there and we've got Mars there, we've also got the chance to say, Okay, I have I picked up the seed of doubt, or I picked up the seed of guilt, or I picked up the seed of um, failure, <laughs> or feeling unlovable. Those seeds I've been nurturing for a long, long time. Maybe you even have a huge tree out of doubt and guilt and fear. But maybe you're ready not to nurture those seeds anymore, those trees. And I, I get concerned when someone says to me, but this is how it is. I came into this world to suffer or I can't change it. I want you to understand that never has there ever been a better time for saying anything is possible. It's not saying that we change what is already there, but it's as my dear Makua used to say, my kahuna friend, why do we keep fishing with the same fishing line in the same area of the lake? So don't try and change the guilt, the fear, the tree. That, that's reality. That's You've already created that. Go and fish somewhere else. Get a different bait. Get a different fishing line. In other words, there is so much opportunity. But what we're using as bait at the moment is the guilt, the fear, the anxiety, the unlovability. So we keep using that. And guess what? We keep creating the same scenarios over and over again 
to convince ourselves, no, no, you don't understand. This is my life. I can't change it. So with several things have happened in your life that has a similar theme, you are keeping that same bait, fishing in the same place and getting the same result. Isn't that the definition of stupidity? And we all do it. And we tell ourselves, this is who I am. And it's saying, no, it's just one place that you've been fishing for a long time. It's just one cloth in your closet. It's just one petal in your flower. But to be able to see what you've been nurturing, we have to have the courage to go inside and say, it isn't the world that's making me like this. I'm choosing to hold on to that particular bait as I use the, or that particular seed, feed that seed. Maybe you were unloved as a child. Maybe you were deserted as a young person. But that doesn't define you. It's just a petal that you may have been nurturing, not just in this life, but many lives. Oh, I do this really well. You should see how well I become a victim. And I need to say that's something you do not want to nurture anymore. You want to say thank you. You've been a very <laughs> generous part of my life. I've fed you a lot. But now I'm going to fish somewhere else. So when you look upon those stars, don't keep looking for the one star that you always go to. Oh, there's that star I always love wishing upon. Find another star. There's billions of them. And say, I'm not feeding that anymore. Because there is this opportunity to change timelines, change the future in ways that we have not seen, I would say, in lifetimes. This is what I'm hearing from the spirit world. Doors are closing. Passageways are closing. Corridors are closing. I mean, I'll give you all those different words. That's what I keep hearing. Closing doors, opening doors, clearing doors, clearing passageways that have been blocked. But it's us that need to do them. I will slam a door. <laughs> I am not going down that passageway again. Or I am going to clear out this passageway that's got full of everybody else's rubbish. And I'm going to clean the door because it's my door. Or I'm going to maybe barrow through a wall and make a new door. I need that determination. We all need it. Like, no more. No more means no more, but it's okay if you keep coming back into my life and hurting me. No, close the door. This is a definite time to say no more. Or, yes, please, more. Whatever it is that you choose. But it's only when we take on that energy ourselves. And I think this is Mars in Gemini's deepest way is saying, I need to tell myself, not someone else, no more, no more. When we say that to ourselves, that we love ourselves so much and respect ourselves so much, we will never let ourselves be in those situations again. Everything changes. I've seen that in my own life. 
and I'd been in tears and it felt like a part of me needed to step in, my wise self needed to step in and say, are you ready to say no more? Through my tears, it really, yes. <laughs> this is a chance for great changes. And I talk about timelines ending. There is uh, an idea that certain paths were laid down for humanity. Some people call it a simulation that we've been walking along a certain path and humanity has been driven in those ways. But what happened in 2012 was a whole lot of opportunities came where new paths, the veils fell, the, the, the simulations were no longer holding themselves together. And I listened to Klaus Schwab say in WEF, the world will not be the same after we finish with it. And I thought, you're right, because I'm not going to be in your world when, you've, when you take control. Because now it is not one world. It is multiple worlds, multiple directions. You remember, multiple dreams of Gaia. I choose not to be in the dream of Gaia that that man is in. And I would say to all of us, this is not one timeline for humanity. Do not let anyone say the world is in a difficult place or the world. You could say the world that you're perceiving, you're living in, is in that form. It's not my world. And how do we change it? Not by wishing in a kind of hopeful way, but by living it. What is the world that you're living in? And the more we feel it and the more we embody it and the more we say, I will not be dragged back into that pattern. The doors close. That's what our guides are doing. Closing doors when we say enough. And opening doors when we say I'm ready. I am ready to live a different life. You remember what I always say before I go to sleep is close all the doors not in harmony with my soul and open those doors that are. This is what's happening. Exciting. I hope you feel excited. And with the new moon on the 23rd, going into Sagittarius, it's right at the very beginning of Sagittarius. And all of a sudden, you remember I talked about fixed signs last time. We now have all these mutable signs, which means change. And the next five new moons are all going to be at the beginning of the, the sign they're in which means new beginnings, new beginnings. Yes, there's going to be the old echoes. Yes, there's going to be people trying to drag us back into that old way. Don't try and change the old way. Walk away. Fish somewhere else. If you keep going back in, we're often just actually feeding that system. Doesn't mean walk away from a marriage or from your family, but walk away from the way in which you've patterned yourself in that family, in that marriage. Walk away from energies that you may play out for other people. If you want, imagine just taking off a cloth and putting it in the closet. Maybe you want to give it away. But you're saying, I don't play that game anymore. I'm not playing it. It's not who I am. This is like having the most magical set of clothes and say, who do you want to be today? Because that's what this is about. And I just want to finish this, and I hope that's exciting you, because 
as everything goes into Sagittarius, Mercury, Venus, the sun, we're all going to feel that upliftment, especially as Jupiter's moving forward again, and Jupiter rules Sagittarius. So be very mindful on the 22nd, perhaps, of really doing an emptying, clearing yourself, whether you put everything that you're wanting into a glass of water and pour it onto the earth, or whether you actually burn something and say, no more, and then feel that new energy coming in. And then the last thing I wanted to mention was I was listening to Adam Apollo, who I really like as a speaker, and he was talking to someone about UFOs and ETs. And Adam Apollo was really describing something that I'm very familiar with, which is he calls it quantum communication. And he's saying we still get the idea that if we're going to communicate with ETs, we have to send out a message by sound waves or light waves. But he said, we don't understand that we're actually all connected now. So quantum communication is connected to entanglement. We all come from that same place. So if I have a thought, then I can send that thought out. And he was really speaking about the sort of language that you and I speak. I thought that I can put my thought out somewhere and they call me on the phone, or I can put my thought out and I can feel what's going on for someone. And he mentioned how a parent, especially a mother, will actually notice when their child is not well, even though the child may be in another city, maybe at university or college. In other words, that sort of connection we have, which is a love connection, never dies. And we know that happens with the spirit world, that those connections we have, it may not be that that soul itself is going to be specifically talking to us, but the, the spirit of that being that has this connection to our spirit is always with us when we think of them. And I realize that that level of communication is something I've been able to do all my life and probably you have. We call it synchronicity or intuition. We can think ourselves somewhere. Can you remember your childhood home? Can you imagine yourself back in your childhood home? I thought, how easy that is. Can you feel, I don't know, running in the grass or the sun on your face or the rain in your hair? Can you smell? So once we take ourselves to a place, that's instantaneous, isn't it? And it was interesting that when Adam Apollo was talking to this gentleman who was interviewing him, the gentleman kept saying, yeah, but how do I believe it's ETs I'm communicating or guides or spirits? And I thought, those are the questions I've heard so many times in my work. How can I believe it? And the answer is, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you believe it? What is it that stops us knowing we're loved? What is it which stops us knowing we're connected? And I think what stops us is that if we have to let go of that little story of our vulnerability, our rejection, our abandonment, we may actually live in an unlimited world where all possibilities are available. And that's scary for some people. The known is much more comfortable than the unknown. So I leave you with that thought that once we feel that childlike quality, taking ourselves maybe in our childhood or, or even in our adult life to a moment of just joy, that moment of connection, that is the time when we can connect to our guides and spirit 
so much easier. ET is whatever you want. But I don't need to say how you're going to connect because when I'm in a state of joy, when I'm feeling that connection that I was talking about earlier, I don't need any proof. I'm just there. I don't need to wish upon a star. I am the star. I am the wish. I am love. Believe it, know it, feel it, love it. And there is only one place to be, and that's here and now. And you are perfect, beautiful, and loved just as you are. Many blessings now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.